Hey Blockheads, this is DJ AK from NK Airplay Radio. And if you love what the My So-Called Whatever podcast crew is doing, check us out too. NK Airplay is an online radio station playing all your favorite hits from the 80s and 90s, especially the ones from those boys in the band, New Kids on the Block. Listen to artists like Boys to Men, Debbie Gibson, Tiffany, boy bands, girl bands, and many more. We play artists that are associated with or who inspired the new kids on the block, plus some of the artists that inspired us while we were growing up. Check us out on social media at NK Airplay Radio. And download the Live 365 app for your iPhone or Android phone and listen today. Friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, we're friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, cry, and hug, friendship's all as gold. My soccer, whatever started a year ago, we share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW Hashtag Friends Forever Yeah Uh, 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 uh Yeah Hello, everybody <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> um, So I just have to say something I don't think we said on the last couple episodes Because we've had special guests mm-hmm. But I just, I have to say um normally this is when we recap our week and all that but yeah i have to just put out there oreo you have done it you have done it what happened it's like they knew it's like they knew i was their biggest fan what did they do and they put out brookios i have no idea what those are wait really no like when you just said it, I thought they were like a made up cookie that your mom made. No, no. <laughs> Nikki and I were talking before we started recording about yeah. about how the Brookie cookies are 90 calories each. And no, they are Oreos. They are Brookie O's. Okay. It's, it's literally says it on the package. Brookie They're a special o. edition, okay. limited edition. Okay. It is like your normal Oreo cookie cookies. Yep. In the middle, they have brownie batter. The original, like, cream filling and cookie dough. And they're called Brookio's. And they are amazing. Can I tell you, my aunt told me about them. Immediately I went looking. Walmart was out. Okay. Target was out. The Hannaford by my work was out. The Hannaford by my home was out. I went to Shaw's because I checked on Instacart. always has the stuff. That we need. So here's the thing. I went to Shaw's because I checked on Instacart to see if I could Instacart it from Shaw's and it said I could. And I was like, well, maybe they have it. Yeah. So I went. I never go to Shaw's, you guys. Nothing against Shaw's. So yeah, the, there used to be a Shaw's over by the mall and that was yes. my grocery store. Like that's yes. where I always did my grocery shopping. Yes. That one closed. They have they have it over on Main Street. Let's put it this way. The last time I took my daughter into that store we were followed oh, by yeah, a weird right. a weird man 
who kept telling me how beautiful she is and what beautiful eyes she has. And it was so bad that like one of the checkout people, um, I I don't, I'm sorry. I can't think of what they official title is. Yes. Thank you. Noticed that there were, there was a problem. She opened up a separate line and like put the chain up behind us to get Uh us out quick. Um, So I don't go there, but I went there and they had two packages left. (gasps) So I bought them and I had one for home and one for the office. <laughs> the home one, there's only three cookies left, but we've had it for you, a while. Can you bring one? No, I absolutely will. Just so I can because try it. I have my, I have a pack at my desk mm-hmm. and I really only allow myself to have one like every other day. Like yeah, I yeah, try yeah. not to eat a whole row, which I easily could do. Um, but I savor them. I will, I will bring some tomorrow. I wonder why they're called Brookio's. Because a brookie is like a like a brownie and a cookie, like cookie dough, <gasps> oh, like a chocolate so chip the cookie. The brookie cookies that you were talking about are those different than the brookios? Or was no, I was talking about like I was eating the brookie cookies, which is the brookios. Okay, okay, okay. I just thought maybe there was like, but had- I didn't realize that like people that there are actually like brookie recipes. Really? Until I went looking like googling brookios. And then I found recipes for like brookie cookies. Guys, hit your hit your um, grocery stores and look for those yeah. brookios. Not they did have some at Target the other day. Sponsor us if they want. Oh, Oreo, you could sponsor <laughs> us anytime. Oh, I will sing God. your praises always. I've never had an Oreo I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just had to I had to get that out there. I love it. I like I because you're coming over tomorrow. I am because we're doing our podcast planning for the month, which has been so successful, so helpful. Oh, my word. Like just taking one night and just getting everything done, like all our posts and stuff and like getting our stuff ready for the next month. It's it's refreshing. I planning love our episodes. Yes. Just, it, it really helps to figure things out so we know what we're doing and we're on the same page. Exactly. So um so yeah, we're gonna do that tomorrow night. I'll bring some brookie cookies, brookie O's, and and yeah. So what's on your mind? So as you guys know, we bit we're like all into TikTok. Yes. Like every day, I try to plan at least like three videos. Um, it's been getting harder lately. Like just coming up with new topics, like that unique around. ideas. Right, exactly. So today I decided to do a video on Tupperware of the 70s and 80s because that's something I feel like most of us had in our house. Like, I feel like it was just something like I know if Kevin has it, most people have it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I just, I think like Kevin's a good standard, like for items in his household. You know what I mean? The, when he was growing up, um, because my household was very different and some things that I thought were normal weren't. So anyway, that's besides the point. So we got to talking about like Tupperware parties, um, Kevin and I, and then we started talking about like Avon. And then he was like, yeah, one lady at my church was so good at selling Avon. She had the pink Cadillac. And I was like, oh, you mean Mary Kay? Right. And I was like, speaking of Mary Kay, just had a memory that came into my head. I had a Mary Kay party at my Nan's house when I was in middle school. So 
I have thoughts about this. First of all, <laughs> I love that you had a Mary Kay party in middle school. Yeah, but I feel bad. Like, right? Uh, why would why would my grandmother let me do that? But you were not the. I remember going to a Mary Kay party. I I I think it was in eighth grade. Uh huh. Um, I I do believe you were there. Okay. At Dana's house. And this woman came and she made us all up yeah. and she talked to us about like skincare and everything. And here we are, we're like 14 years old. We don't have right. any money. No. But like, you feel bad. You got to order something. But like we were children. Right. And I kind of feel like that's kind of weird. I don't feel like we ordered anything like that's the thing because like well I feel like I probably did because I had money because I had my job so I'm sure I ordered something but it wouldn't right it wouldn't like balance out the time that she took to come and like do makeovers up and I must have what happened I what must have happened was at Dana's mm -hmm. she must have asked me if I wanted to do a party and I probably said yes. I'm sure you said yes. You would be the person. You would be the one to say because yes. Because I didn't want to say no, you know, so I said yes. And she probably kept calling and asking me right. when I was going to schedule it. And so I probably told my mom about it. And my mom was like, absolutely not. But then I probably mentioned it in passing to my grandmother. And she was like, come to my house. That right. Because so Nan would think that would be fun. Bring the girls over. I love Mary Kay. So... I am positive I ordered something. I actually think I maybe ordered like an eyeliner. Mm -hmm. My mom, my mom would have given me money to order something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she would have been like, here's $25. Right. Like whatever, get what you can with $25. Right, right. Um, but I'm sure some people didn't order. I'm sure. Um, but let's, can we just talk about how uncomfortable that is though? Like, yeah. Did first of all, do that? did anybody else do this? It's like this MLM company, mm -hmm. which nothing, nothing against that. No. But like, we were children. Right. And, no. and she was like all about booking parties for kids. So she must have had some success in doing this. I bet that was kind of a push um, for like teenagers and like teen, like skincare and yep. like acne and just learning how to apply makeup and that sort of thing um do you remember that we went to blackbeards after wait was it called blackbeards yeah go-karts i don't remember that's when i hit the, the man that worked there <laughs> was i i don't know if i was at dana's thing then no you were you were definitely okay. there you were definitely there and i definitely i definitely hit the man his name was Corey. <laughs> You guys, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but I, I know we've talked about it before. But you guys, every time I go to the go-karts with my kids, I'm like, you guys, Brooke once hit a guy with a go-kart. And like he wasn't in the go-kart. He was walking. <laughs> like he was trying to get me to stop because there was somebody that was like turned around and I was like, I'm gonna win. And so I was going to go around him and then he jumped in front of me and he put his hands out for me to stop. And I <laughs> thought I was hitting the brake, but actually I hit the gas. You're like that lady that like plowed into the Merrill merchants 
brick building. At yes. The wall because at the she mall. thought she was hitting the brake, but she hit the gas. She went right through the brick wall. Yes. And then um, they closed the bank and made a McDonald's. Yes, they did. So oh my God. that is, that's the thing that's happened in my life. And he flew over the top of the go-kart. He landed behind <laughs> me. Oh. And I... And do you, I remember like from being, this is such a weird memory. I remember this day so well, but I remember going in the bathroom at Blackbeard's and we all had like black dust on our brand new, like made up faces Oh, from like the go-karts oh. and we were wiping it off and the makeup was coming off, <laughs> oh. but that was a fun day, but so, so strange. Right. And strange that I like, well, I just, I have a problem. I can't say no. Correct. I can't say no. Here's the thing. You can say no now. I'm very, I'm very capable of saying no. I'm much better now. But before I had a very hard time saying no. So I have like things that I've purchased that I absolutely did not need like because I felt bad because especially these parties like people would invite me to a party and I'd feel obligated to buy something and I didn't even want anything Mm -hmm. but I'd buy something but I mean and but in all honesty like a lot of the parties I go to recently like I definitely want the product that is neither here nor there (laughs) not 80s or 90s related we kind of went on a tangent but that's what you guys are here for right right so Come follow us on TikTok. We always say that, but it's a party over there. And if you have any ideas, if you have any ideas for videos that we can do, let us know. Let us know. We'll do the research. We'll, we'll hunt things down. It's and hope that it's correct. Right. We are not experts, but we found that we have to put a disclaimer on our videos because otherwise people will come for you. They will call you out. They'll be like, this wasn't in 84. This came out in 83. I accidentally, in one of our Christmas videos, which got like 318,000 views or something. Of course, that one did. Right. Um, it, I put a talk boy in there and it was toys from the 80s. Ah, uh, yes. And I put the talk boy in there accidentally. It was, it was completely accidental. Um, just because I had saved a bunch of pictures to my phone and I put the talk boy in there and boy, oh boy, did I not get at least, I would say at least 40 comments, at least, uh-huh. at, if at not least. more, if not more, if, if not closer to 50 or 60, um, yeah. telling me that talk boy is not from the eighties, it's from the nineties. Just so you know, it came out in 1991. And, and boy, did I answer every single one of those comments. And I said, yes, you did. <laughs> I said, Rapidly. people make mistakes. Oh, yeah. I answered so many comments on that particular video that we got shut down. Like we got, right. we got like, like closed for like a, like a couple, a couple days. days. It was awful. I was like, like you like, cannot come comment anymore. No. <laughs> so anyway, come. But yeah, come over to TikTok. It's so fun. Um. And give us ideas. Yeah. We would love to hear some ideas. Yeah. So should we get on to our episode, like intro and We stuff? should probably intro. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. This is my so-called whatever. Hello. And hey, 
We are doing an 80s and 90s episode today. We are. We and are. we don't have a special guest. It's just us. We don't. But I, I'm digging the special guests lately. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, me too. here it's, for it. And I think that we have some more cut to come. Um, totally. It's just a matter of getting them scheduled. So... Right. Working out schedules and figuring out logistics. Yes. So um, we've got some stories that you guys have sent to us. And these are have been in our queue for a little while. And I'm excited to read them. So it is high time. It is. I am ready. So should I start? You need to start. Okay. The first story submitted is titled Angie's Keith Coogan Encounters. And boy, do we ever have a thing for keith coogan he is i mean come on the man is a gem he's wonderful with his fans um he's a beautiful soul. and he, he really is and he will be the first to say it he is also a fan of different like genres and and things so he gets it like he he gets it and he's so down to earth and he's so cool it's like talking to an old friend mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to that episode go way back like three years Right. He was like our first like famous person. Right. And it was great. Like he gave us a chance when like we were getting shut down left and right at the time. Totally. He's amazing. (laughs) Nobody was answering our DMs and we slid right into his DMs and he was like, hey, yeah, we should see if he can come on again. That'd be fun. Like, we'd be like, guess what? We are like four, almost four years in. We would love to have you. Come on. You know who I know has some stories? Who? His wife, Pinky. Oh, my God. Yes. We should see if both of them can come on. That would be cool. Because she, she's I, got some stories. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Okay. That would be cool. So on to the story. By the way, I really wanted to sing Jesse McCartney so bad. when After I said Beautiful Soul. <laughs> I don't want another pretty face. Don't want just anyone to hold. Anyway, I've been listening to your all your podcasts while in quarantine. I haven't gotten through them all, of course, but just came across the one with Keith Coogan. I've met him quite a few times at a bunch of com- the baby. I've met him qu- quite a few times at a bunch of conventions. He's such a super nice guy. I'm so glad you got him on your show. Another 80 star that you could probably get on your show is and- Andre Go- Gower. Yeah, I'd say Gower. Yeah. The star of Monster Squad. Okay. I need to see Monster Squad. I think I saw Monster Squad a long time ago, but I don't know what Monster Squad is. I feel like it's a movie about all these monsters like coming. I'll tell you what it's about. So it's Monster Squad. It was done in 1987, I think. Yeah, 1987. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and it says Dracula is alive. In fact, he plans to rule the world, and that is why he seeks the help of other legendary legendary monsters. However, a bunch of kids, regarded by their peers as losers, uncover the devious plan and prepare for a counter strike. So I I know I've seen this movie before, just because Wolfman's got Nards. I remember that very well. And I believe that's <laughs> from that movie. 
Another 80s star that you could probably get on your show is Andre Gower, the star of Monster Squad. Hopefully I'm saying that right. He put out a documentary a few years ago about it called Wolfman's Got Nards. I met him a few times too, along with fellow Monster Squad star Ryan Lambert. You should try to hit Andre up. I know he'd really like to get more info about his documentary out there. So what I think we should do is I think we should watch the movie and do an episode on it. Sure. And then see if he'll come on. Let's do it. She said, I'm attaching some pics of me and the guys. My mom is in a couple of them with me and Andre. So, And I just have to say, Ryan Lambert was also on Kids Incorporated. He was? That's right. He was. He was. Yeah. And you just did a a little uh, video on Kids Incorporated. A little TikTok on Kids Incorporated. And that's how I recognized the name Ryan Lambert. And then I did a quick little search and I was like, it is the same Ryan Lambert. That's really cool. Very cute. Very cool. Keith Coogan, National Treasure. Awesome. um, Yeah. And these pics are great. Yeah. Thank you so much for sending them. They're awesome. So go on our website and you can see those pictures there. Thanks, Angie. Thank you so much for your story. We're so glad that you found us and you've been able to listen while in quarantine. Yeah, and hopefully... I wonder if you're done now. I wonder if you're caught up. I was going to say, hopefully <laughs> you, you've been able to listen to some more. Maybe you got caught up. If Maybe. not, hey, we're here. We're not going anywhere. I mean, 200 episodes plus. That's a lot. Well, that's a hefty amount. It is, especially since a lot of our episodes are like an hour plus. Right. Especially right. some like older ones are like, oh my gosh, really you guys long. remember the ones we would do that. I think there's one that's three hours. I'm almost positive. I am almost, almost positive. positive. <clears throat> and now I think like, who sat through that episode? Uh, probably a lot of you guys did. <laughs> probably. probably. You were like, this is a little bit too much. It maybe uh, took you two weeks to listen. Maybe. Okay, so the next story is from Becky, and this is titled Becky's Justin Timberlake Man of the Woods Story. May 2nd, 2018, Arizona. Well, hello, ladies. It's Becky, a.k.a. Chris Kirkpatrick Becky. By the way, side note, I'm totally okay with the fact that this is how people know me on the podcast. (laughs) So May 2nd, 2018, Arizona. Actually, we already went all through this, and we already read that paragraph, so I'm just going to go on to the next one. The majority of the story takes place before the actual concert, but once you read it, I think you will understand why I backtracked a little bit. For those that don't know, I'm a teacher. I'm an elementary teacher, and at the time the story takes place, I was actually teaching pre-K in Chandler, Arizona. And if you know anything about teaching in Arizona, you know that it's actually ranked last in terms of teacher pay. In other words, I wasn't getting paid much. When the Man of the Woods tour was announced, I contemplated the idea of buying tickets because regardless of how you feel about JT, I think we can all agree he puts on a good show. Agreed. I agree with you on this. 100%. I would love to see him perform. I'd seen him in concert with NSYNC. Oh, wait, we did see him perform solo. We have. We have seen him with NSYNC and we have seen him by himself. Yes. Like solo. Kind of. He was like an ant, but kind of. We Yes, we could touch the, the ceiling of the garden yes we could um i'd seen him in concert with nsync and a solo number and a and a so and solo a number of times too many times to count and was excited about seeing him again as well as having a mommy night out 
However, when I saw how much tickets were going for, I quickly accepted the harsh reality that I was probably going to have to sit out this tour. The cheapest tickets I could find were $150 for really bad seats. $150 was the equivalent of a week's worth of childcare for my daughter. I just couldn't justify spending that much for really crappy seats at this point in time. Totally feel you on that. Yes. Now comes the awesome part. The school year before this story in 2017, I had a student in my class named Jenna. Jenna is slash was one of the most amazing kids I've ever known. She was this tiny little thing with a huge personality. On character day slash Halloween, she dressed up like a ninja, not a princess like literally every other girl in the class. And on our dress up day, she wore slacks, a dress shirt and a bow tie adorable cute jenna could talk your ear off and she had this cute little squeaky voice that just made you smile i just loved her personality and her style and the fact that she wasn't afraid to just be herself her parents were great too so supportive and so easy to talk to also her mom was a huge nkotb fan a fact i discovered the day after the nkotb concert in 2017 we gushed about being at the show and some of the songs aka hard she said, was a little bit awkward listening to the song with her hubby sitting right next to her. I asked where her seats were, and she told me that her husband worked for a mortgage company that often gave their employees skybox seats for concerts. You just had to put in a request for the shows you wanted, and they would give you tickets for free and a free parking in the parking garage. Talk about a sweet hookup. I, I get a similar hookup for the uh, Bangor Cross Center. <laughs> If you ever want to go see a country act. Oh, no kidding. You guys, like, <laughs> ne- never. But we've done, like, I Love the 80s and the like. Oh, yeah. Fast forward to 2018 and the Man of the Woods tour. Jenna was now in kindergarten and her younger sister wouldn't be in my class until the following year. Actually, I moved to Texas the following year, so I never had the pleasure of having the sister, Jordan, in my class. About a month before the concert, I was standing outside during dismissal and Jenna's mother walked up to me and said, do you have a minute? Sure, I said. She smiled and asked, do you have tickets to the JT concert? I said, no, I wish. I just couldn't afford them right now. She smiled. Do you want to go? Because, well, my husband and I have tickets, but unfortunately we can't go that night. (gasps) Now, at this point, I was thinking she was going to offer to sell her tickets to me. So I politely declined. I said, oh, thank you so much for thinking of me, but I really can't afford tickets right now. She grinned, one of the biggest grins I've ever seen. And she said, no, no, Missy. That's what everyone calls me and my teacher life, Missy, because most of the kids can't say my last name. I'm not offering to sell these tickets to you. I'm giving them to you. We actually can't sell these tickets. It's against company policy and my husband would get in huge trouble. I thought I was dreaming, but it was what she said next that made me tear up. She said, my husband and I were talking about who we should give these tickets to. We looked at each other and the first name to come out of our mouths was you. You were so great with Jenna and you fully embraced the unique and special little girl she is. And we wanted to thank you for that. Oh, oh, it pays to be kind. It does. I could barely hold my tears back. It was probably the nicest thing a parent of a student has ever done for me or said to me. I couldn't believe it. I think I asked her a few times if she was joking. She assured me it wasn't a joke and then told me that she would have her husband put me on the guest list for the evening. I was in shock. Then she told me that it wasn't just one ticket, but two tickets and that they were skybox seats in the company skybox. Now, 
I had the dilemma of figuring out who to take with me. In the end, I decided to pay it forward and ask the other teachers at my school who wanted to go. I put all the names into a hat and ended up drawing the name of one of the kindergarten teachers on staff. The week of the show, that's a really cool way to do it. It really like, is. Very fair. Because mm-hmm. um, that would be really hard to like choose that, like in that kind of a situation. So props yes, it to would. you. The week of the show, the entire state of Arizona was on a teacher strike. We made national news. I think Colorado and a couple of other states were on strike at the same time as well. It was a mess and an extremely stressful time for teachers. Not as stressful as what we're dealing with right now, COVID, but still stressful. The day before the show, Jenna's mom sent me a text saying she'd just been told there was a special pre-party that went along with the tickets and that we needed to show up at a nearby venue a couple of hours before the show. That's amazing. I would be put on the guest list with a plus one and that there would be special guests at this pre-party that she didn't know who. I was excited to say the least. Me too. Yeah. Me too. What if it was Chris Kirkpatrick? Just saying. I mean. I don't know. (laughs) I just put that out there. (laughs) Becky, Chris K, you know. The day of the show, I picked up my teacher friend at her apartment and we drove to Talking Stick Resort Arena. Both of us were beyond ready for some fun amidst the chaos happening in our daily work lives. Arizona was still on strike and we were unsure when we would be going back to work. We parked in the parking garage and walked to the pre-party venue. I gave my name to the doorman and showed him my ID where we were presented with VIP lanyards and escorted into the party. It was fully catered, free food, free drinks. I was floored. I've never been to such a classy party. The food was amazing and the signature cocktails were delicious. I'm a lightweight, so I only had two. Two! <laughs> two! <laughs> that's, not, that's not a lightweight. Two for me, I'd be done. You would be under if the I table. Hadn't, if I hadn't eaten, which I probably wouldn't have because I would have been nervous. So uh, two, I'd be psh, done. <laughs> um... <laughs> but my friend took full advantage of the free drinks which in hindsight was a good idea because the drinks at the show were expensive sadly the special guest was not jt although that was where we were although that was what we were hoping for it was a phoenix sun's mascot the gorilla and he patted me on the head which is a huge pet peeve of mine as a short person so i was not impressed the concert was awesome and for the skybox seats we had pretty good we had a pretty good view of the stage. JT put on a great show as I knew he would, but the highlight for me was when he stopped and made a point to address the teachers in the crowd. He said, I heard about your strike and I want to know you to know that I support you. I wouldn't be where I am today without the amazing teachers in my life. And I have family here in Arizona. So I'm behind you 100%. Don't give up. He got a lot of cheers for that. It was a great night and just the fun I needed. Coincidentally, it was the last concert I attended before moving to Texas. I still keep in touch with Jenna's family thanks to social media. She's going to be a third grader this fall. And from what her mom tells me, she hasn't changed a bit. I love that. I love her individuality and I see her doing big things in the future. She's one of those students I will always remember. What a great story, Becky. Oh my gosh. I love it. I loved every minute of it. That's an amazing story. Yes. Yes. And fun. I mean, I want to do that. I just, every time I think of Becky, I think of Fumanskito. Because she has an article <laughs> of Fumanskito clothing. Just, just putting it out there. Um, I, every time I think of Becky, I, I think about 
just uh, her interactions with Chris Kirkpatrick in general. Yes. Yes. Like, I truly think, you know, Chris Kirkpatrick, uh, Becky. Yes. And so her and Stephanie have done this like little campaign to try Mm. to get Chris Kirkpatrick and Lance Bass to come on our, our podcast. So they've been putting out things on Instagram and Twitter and, you know, we've been retweeting and reposting and, and then they like, I, I think they started it again. I, but they've been posting and it's, it's really cool. And we really appreciate it. It's so cool of you guys to do that. And I love the little graphic that you guys made. It's so cute. Guys superheroes. It's adorable. <laughs> so it's super cute. And yes. just the support from yeah. you guys and, you know, from the community that has, backed you up and like obviously backed us up it's amazing and we love it and we love you thank you so much we love you so much and also if you want to see that graphic i'll put it on the website because you guys need to see it super cute so cute oh my gosh thank you becky and there's pictures too so go on the website yeah totally love you becky that's what are you doing i'm looking at her picture oh that's i was trying to zoom in on it but i can't it's a lot but, better than our our view that we had. I was gonna say, uh, in this picture, he doesn't. He wouldn't look like so much of an ant. No, he would look more, more like, like normal, a like, like, like yeah, like a caterpillar. It's like what we had for Garth Brooks <laughs> about the about yes, the yes, and that was good. Yeah. I was happy with that. Do you guys know we went to Garth Brooks? Were we doing the podcast when we went to Garth Brooks? I think so. I don't think we were. Maybe it was the. Maybe it was just before. Yeah, and you were wearing your new kid's watch. To Garth Brooks? Mm-hmm. I was? I have a picture of it. Really? I don't I remember. Do. I do, um, I do. Yeah, we went to Garth Brooks uh, with our husbands. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It's like the only country concert I've ever been to. Same. Um. All right, I'm going to read the next story. I'm really excited for this. Not that I wasn't okay. excited for the other two stories, because I was very excited, but uh, this is Boy Band Adventures. Hold on to your hats. Hold them. Hold them, everybody. Because it's coming. This is Courtney's 90s Boy Band Adventures. Yes. I mentioned in my radio contest win story that Backstreet Boys were the cure to my grieving new kids on the block breakup self. Mm. So I will pick up from there and start in 1995. Ooh, we're going, we're going was way a good back. year. It was a good year. It was a good year. Yes. We were it sophomores was. in high school. Yep, we were. 95, 96. We sure were. Yep. Yep. That summer before. That was quite the summer. I started hearing this song on the radio. We've got it going on. It sounded like a group, but I really wasn't sure. The song sort of came and went. I didn't think too much of, of it, but I liked it. Fast forward to 1997. I start hearing quit playing games with my heart. Very quickly, the video started playing on MTV, too. Of course, I was instantly hooked. It was shortly after that I found out they sang We've Got It Going On, too, and it all made sense. I was now a fan of another boy band, Backstreet Boys. I was all by myself in this new yet old obsession. None of my friends were into this like I was. My group of friends from junior high and high school all liked NKOTB too, but at this point they were over it. I was never over it. Courtney. In the meantime. Me either. Sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt, but Courtney, me 
neither or either whatever i never got over it either in the meantime i got a new coworker. we hit it off she was primarily an r&b listener i was versatile i kept talking about backstreet boys and playing their first album without forcing it on her she ended up becoming hooked too i was in my 20s for the majority of this phenomenon i was already living on my own in my early 20s so money was tight i didn't have a computer and not many had or even knew about the internet yet I had no way of knowing if Backstreet Boys were touring unless it was announced on our local radio stations. Not long after becoming familiar with BSB, Invisible Man starts playing on the radio. I find out there's another boy band out there called 98 Degrees. Next to follow is a song called I Want You Back by another boy band called NSYNC. It was like a boy band explosion. I was in my glory. I actually started liking NSYNC more than 98 but neither were BSB for me. But come on, they are all boy bands. I had one before, now I have three. I was overwhelmed with all this fun and great music. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was a great time. I found out Backstreet Boys were coming to the York Fair in September 98, but it was too late. The tickets were sold out. My friend and I were bummed. One of my guy friends had a sister 10 years younger than us. She too loved the Backstreet Boys. They were her new kids on the block. She had gotten tickets for that show with one of her friends and her friend's dad. It turned out they were not able to go. My teenage friend was devastated. So her brother said he would take her and they asked me to go with them. Of course, my inner fangirl was screaming the gratitude. Well, after that show, I became even more hooked since I saw them in person. I went back to work the next day and told my friend that I don't care what we have to do. We are going to see them next time for sure. We started saving for their next concert. Backstreet Boys Millennium was the first of their was the first of the second albums to be released. They announced a tour too. The closest to us was Philly. We didn't care. We were going. I found out we could buy tickets in person at a Ticketmaster outlet within one of our department stores. Yes, I remember doing that. Going to Filene's. Yep. And buying tickets at the Ticketmaster counter. I remember going to Strawberries. Too. I also remember going to Strawberries. I feel like that's where we got our Joey McIntyre tickets was at Strawberries. I feel like you are correct. Just a memory. Uh, <laughs> we went all out for this. We got a tent, sleeping gear, food and drink, chairs, etc. We were ready. We found out the details and set up outside the back door of the store the evening before. It was just us in our chairs. <laughs> we didn't want to set up the tent until the mall closed that night. Security kicked us out after two hours of sitting there. He said we could not come back until 5 a.m. We basically stayed up all night at my apartment so we wouldn't oversleep. There ended up being a huge thunderstorm, so we were glad we got kicked out. We went back at 5 a.m., but people beat us, so we were not first anymore. We didn't care. We just knew we needed tickets and happy we weren't stuck outside in a thunderstorm overnight. It wasn't long until we found out NSYNC was coming to Hershey. Jordan Knight was even opening for them. Yes! Yes! I was freaking out. I loved NSYNC, but I needed to see my teenage crush again. The only problem was money. I told you I was young and poor. Plus, I just spent all the extra money I saved on Backstreet Boys tickets. My boyfriend at the time's older brother's best friend was the head of security for the Hershey concerts. I asked him if my friend and I could do security for NSYNC so we could go to the concert. He told us we had to sign up for the summer and had to be available to work most, if not all, the shows. Okay, so that doesn't seem so bad, right? See multiple summer concerts for free and get paid too? Okay, why not? We sweated our butts off at, the, at Lilith Fair. 
chilled at the James Taylor show, danced to Tom Petty, even worked backstage at Black Sabbath and got to see Ozzy up close and personal while little Jack was riding around on his bike. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. That is, that would be the best job. Like the best. I forget opportunity for real. I forget what other shows were here that summer, but we had fun doing it. Not long before the Insane concert, we found out they were hosting a party after the concert. What? We bought tickets. They were pretty cheap, maybe $20. We also found out 98 was coming, 98 degrees, <clears throat> was coming to our indoor arena in the fall. We decided not to buy tickets for that show, figuring we would be able to work it since we were in the security circle now. It was the day of the Insane concert, the day we've been waiting for. Sugar Hill Gang were the first openers. Were they? I don't remember. I feel like for us, it was another boy band. I feel like you might be right. After their set, they were walking around. My friend and I decided to walk up to them to say hi. Don't I trip right in front of them and fall on my face. Talk about funny yet embarrassing at the same time. One of the guys helped me up. Jordan was up next. I was nervous. I was getting to see my teenage crush perform again. I was in a decent spot for him, too. He was so amazing. I loved hearing him sing his debut album. I was then moved and put right up front for NSYNC. I was shocked. I guess I paid my dues that summer and was being rewarded. I was put right beside JC's parents and siblings. This is where our professionalism went out the window. My friend eventually left from where she was stationed to come up with me. Oh no! We were now fans in a uniform, not workers facing the crowd, trying to keep people from standing on their seats. We were facing the stage and enjoying every second of it. JC's mom said we were cute and glad to see we were having fun on the job. (laughs) We were not asked back after that. Oh no. We didn't care. We did what we came to do. After the concert, we had to rush home and get ready for the after party. When we got there, the line was so long. Somehow, we worked our way up to the front when we got in. No cameras were allowed, and we did not get to meet them, but they were right there on stage. People were getting out of control, so they shut the party down early. I don't even think we were there an hour. For our troubles, we were eventually sent a signed in sync picture. Oh, that's cool. Summer Girls is starting to play on the radio. Another boy band, LFO. They even mentioned my love's new kids in their song. I was so excited when that happened. I know. It makes me think of Lids. It makes me think of American Eagle working in the back. (laughs) (laughs) They stuck me out back, you guys. You know what that means. (laughs) Around the same time, we were at our usual Friday night happy hour hangout. We see some posters going up, so we decided to stay all night. Why? Because the posters were of, guess what? Another boy band. We are now at five. They were going to be performing that night at the club. It was C-Note, the Ah. fourth for Lou Pearlman. We never heard of them. We fell in love. We even got to hang out with them and their manager in the club after their set and later in their party room. They told us they were going to be in the suburbs of Philly a week later at another nightclub's music festival and invited us to go. What? That's so cool. We went, had a great time, and hung out with them again after that show. A few weeks later, they were back in our city to do a performance and signing at one of our local stores, Media Play. We went and hung out with our manager during it all. Later that summer, they were opening for Brandy in New Jersey. We went, but weren't able to hang out that time. Unfortunately, that was the last time we saw them in person. To this day, I still love their CD, Different Kind of Love. A few months later, it was the Millennium Tour in Philly. The concert we almost got stuck in a thunderstorm for. 
my second BSB show and my friend's first. It was everything we expected and more. Once the dust settled from that, we remember 98 Degrees was coming to town. Remember when I said we weren't asked back to work? Well, that didn't stop us. A guy we worked with that summer was also a bouncer at a bar we went to. He told us to just show up and act like we're supposed to be there. So you don't have to twist our arms. We did it. We showed up. OMG, who did we think we were? The head of security, remember I knew him, even asked us what we were doing there. We said so-and-so asked us to work. He shook his head and walked away. He could have made us leave, but didn't. So we got to see another boy band concert for free and get paid oh for it. Oh my god. Nick Lachey oh is even dreamier in person. They had released several more albums after that. However, that was the only time we saw them, at least in concert. Props to them. Props to them. We find out Backstreet Boys were coming to State College, home of Penn State, later that winter. Another stop on the Millennium Tour. This time we had to go to a convenience store because that was the only place to buy tickets in person for the Bryce Jordan Center at the time. Oh. So random. That is random. Wow. A little store with a little parking lot. We got there early to line up. Others had the same idea. We still ended up with decent seats through all that little parking lot chaos. The show came and went and was just as amazing as the first time we saw it. We started seeing commercials for a show called Making the Band about yet another boy band, the fifth for Lou Pearlman. Every Friday night, we watched the show before going out to the bars and clubs. Just what we needed, another group to be obsessed with. How could we help it, though? We even saw our old friend's C-note on the show mentoring the guys. In sync, No Strings Attached CD was released and tour announced. We were happy Hershey was on that list because we couldn't justify traveling to Philly for it. We needed to save our money for Backstreet Boys. Not to mention, we didn't want to press our luck anymore with trying to work security. <laughs> this time, we didn't have to go to the department store for tickets. We could go right to the Hershey box office. They had the wristband lottery in place. You showed up from this time to this time to get a wristband. At this time, they would call a number and you would line up accordingly. We got there and no lie, there were hundreds, maybe even thousand, a thousand people there. We decided to stagger getting our wristbands so our numbers weren't close together. We thought for sure our tickets would end up being far back or even in the nosebleeds. They drew the number. I can't remember whose wristband was in line with the drawing, but we ended up fourth in line. What? Fourth out of all those people. That's we weren't in the front row next to JC's family, but we were somewhere in the first 10 rows. That's amazing. That, that's amazing. It's incredible. Huge. And I mean, it's insane. And JC up close. What? Remember when they came down that little catwalk? yes oh my gosh they strut <laughs> oh so good um we found out lfo was coming to hershey we talked about going but decided against it the morning of ticket sales i was having fomo i didn't say anything to my friend but i took it upon myself to start calling on the phone to see if i could get through and if i did what would i get it took me a few tries but the phone started ringing the guy on the phone said he could get me front row um okay so I ordered two tickets. I was pretty sure my friend wouldn't be mad at this. She wasn't. In the meantime, the making the band show had finished. They picked the five guys for the group. They called themselves O-Town. <laughs> Backstreet Boys Black and Blue was next to be released and tour announced. Back to the department store Ticketmaster outlet for Philly tickets we went. And six months after that, they were finally coming to Hershey for the first time for the second leg. We did the wristband thing again and ended up in the first 10 rows again. That's amazing. You guys, NSYNC Celebrity got released and the Pop Odyssey tour was announced. Amazing. 
Hershey was on the list, so we did the wristbands. We didn't have as good of luck this time, but we still ended up in the center section in front of the stage, but we're further back, maybe row 20 or something like that. The show sold out, so they added another one two days later. We didn't get tickets since we just bought ones for the first show. It wasn't until the day of the show and got to our seats that we ended up being luckier than we thought. We were on the end right next to the runway. All the opening acts were finished and we were waiting for sync. All of a sudden we hear people a few sections over screaming. It got louder and louder as it got closer to us. Security was escorting Nick, Drew, and Leah Lachey to their seats at the sound and light booth, which was only a few rows behind us. We made eye contact with them and waved. They waved back. No, Jessica. They were dating at the time, but I don't think they were married yet. We were so giddy. InSync finally started. Five people showed on stage in costumes, but it was only to fake us out. Turns out the guy started standing on top of the sound and light booth above the Lachey's heads right near us. They ended up running down the runway and hit our hands as they head to the main stage. That was my favorite concert of theirs. I was super sad we didn't have tickets to the show in two days. The next night, my friend's band was playing at the club we saw a C-note at for the first time. A radio friend of mine was DJing on the deck of that same club. He told us to come visit him while I was there. He hands me two tickets to the NSYNC show the next night and says, have fun. What? What? Oh, my God. I immediately called my friend freaking out. She didn't mind that I woke her up with that news. No kidding. Holy crap. Like, this is a, this is a roller coaster. This is also, like, a dream. Do you right. know what I mean? Right. Like, you it's left really your boy band dreams. It's all up. It's all up. Right. O-Town's album was released and shows were being announced. We saw them five times in 2001. Philly, State College, Bethlehem, York, and then back to State College wow. when they opened for Britney. My radio friend knew we were going to the first State College show, so he so he said he made some calls and got us on the list to meet them. <sighs> okay, thanks. They were not doing professional pictures, but we could bring our cameras. They were at a table signing a picture that was given to us. I took action shots of the four but I knew I needed a picture with my favorite, Eric Michael. I wasn't afraid to ask him. I said, you're my favorite. Can I get a picture with you? He said, sure. Stood up, leaned over the table, hugged me, and my friend took it. To this day, it's one of my favorite pictures. I was super excited for the Bethlehem show because Joey McIntyre was opening up for them to support his first solo album. I was thrilled to be able to see another of my teenage crushes perform again. So cool. We heard LFO was coming to headline our Hershey Jingle Jam show. We drove down to the box office the day of the ticket sales, only this time they weren't doing wristbands, but no one could be on property until 7 a.m. We get there right at 7 and no one is there yet. So uh, I basically pushed my friend out of the car so she can go run and be first while I park the car and get our stuff. We ended up front row again for them. Wow. At the concert, about 20 girls were asked to go on stage and dance for a few songs. We were two of them. What? My radio friend came through yet again for us. He got us on the list to meet the guys after the show. We hit a bit of a boy band dry spell after that. Justin Timberlake decided to do a solo album, Justified. So there went in sync. Yeah. A few years later, JC followed suit and released Schizophrenic. Amazing album. It, so good. He was my favorite in the group and I was super disappointed in that album. Well, oh, I loved it. Oh my God, I loved it. But I mean, teach their own. Right, 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 right. Not at all what I thought he would do. O-Town and LFO both released second albums that didn't do as well as their firsts. Uh, O2 and Life is Good. Justin, JC, and neither of the groups came back to the Hershey area and we didn't travel for them. 
Backstreet Boys took a few years off but came back with the album Never Gone and announced another tour. We were at the point we didn't even feel like traveling for them anymore. So we were super happy to hear they were coming to Hershey again. We did the wristbands and ended up in the third row. It was a great concert. I was so happy we went to that show because it was the last tour for Kevin. He decided to leave the group. The other Backstreet Boys guys still continued as four and released two more albums, Unbreakable and This Is Us. They still toured but didn't come to Hershey again or even anywhere near me when I moved to South Carolina. It wasn't until 2011 when the NKOT BSB tour came together that I saw them again. Once with a friend in Philly and then because of my radio contest story, you know what happened at the second one in Hershey. Meet and greet with both groups with a friend I did all this early stuff with. Backstreet Boys even came back in 2012 as part of the first mixtape festival. New Kids performed Solo Night 1 and as NKOT BSB Night 2. What? I never knew that. I don't think I did either. So they did one just regular New Kids show and then they did right. one that they did the NKOT BSB that we saw. Right, Night 2. Okay. Kevin got back together with them shortly after that. The In a World Like This album and tour were announced. I was all about saving money for new kids at this point, so no BSB traveling for me, and they never came back to Hershey. They spent two years in Vegas. I decided at the 11th hour in 2019, I needed to get out there and see the show. I miss them. If I was traveling across the country, I might as well do a meet and greet too, so I did. I was happy. I like the way she thinks. I do too. I was happy they came back to Hershey later in 2019 too, as part of the DNA tour. Their best album in years, in my opinion. I was in the eighth row for the show, but didn't do another meet and greet. 98 Degrees got back together after many years apart and appeared with New Kids on night one of the first mixtape festival in 2012. We later found out they would be touring with New Kids in 2013. They also released a new album, too, called 2.0. I saw them three times on that package tour. Even met all but Jeff. Is it Timmons? Is that how you say it? Timmons? I always wondered. I'm pretty sure it's Timmons. I always want to say Timons, like (laughs) <laughs> like Timon and Pumbaa but there's two M's there yeah uh, at one of the after parties I also saw them three times in 2016 with O-Town and at another mixtape festival I got to meet all four that year I have not seen them since however I did go to to Lachey's in Cincinnati in 2016 as well I'm glad I did because they eventually closed it LFO lost Rich to cancer in 2010 I was so glad I got to meet them before Rich passed. Devin and Brad decided to get back together and do a tour to help honor him in 2017. I was so happy I went to Baltimore to see that and meet them again because Devin passed of cancer too in 2018. Devin even played the guitar and sang to me and my friend in the rain that day. Such a special moment. I am still sad over his passing, but so happy I have that memory. I am even happier Brad is keeping both of their memories alive by touring with O-Town now. Speaking of O-Town, they got back together as four in 2014. They have released two albums since then, Lines and Circles and the OTWN album. I won't take the time to tell you how many times I've seen and met them in the last six years. That could be another story all on its own, as well as all of my NKOTB adventures since the radio contest win in 2011. Since this is ultimately a 90s boy band story with a quick, quick recap since, I will stop here. If you don't know the tour, the two newer O-Town albums, though, you should. Justin Timberlake has since released Future Sex Love Sounds, The 2020 Experience, One and Two, and Man of the Woods. All amazing. I saw him in concert with Jay-Z in 2013 and for the Man of the Woods tour in 2018. 
I saw and met Lance in 2019 when he hosted the Pop 2000 tour with O-Town. So jealous. I'm still holding out for an NSYNC reunion, though. Fingers crossed. Uh, yes, my fingers and toes yes. are all crossed. And my eyes. I attached three pictures. Eric Michael, LFO, and Sino. Thank you for letting me take a trip down memory lane. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I love I lived the story. For it. Oh my god. I love it. I love these pictures so much. And like I feel like she looks like she could be our friend. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like she just looks like a really nice fun person. She yeah. And like obviously likes boy bands. Right. So like uh hello. But like I just she just like look like look at this picture. This is an amazing picture. I know. I know. That was the I was looking at the one of with LFO. That's, That's so cool picture. that you had those experiences. I know. And I'm sorry, like you, security. I freaking I love, love it. Sorry. Oh my I love god. It. Good for you guys. You're amazing. Thank you so much for sending that in. And yeah, um you. we'll take more. Yes. When you said about all the times you've met uh O Town and over those years, yeah, hey, I will take all of those stories. Mm-hmm. Here, here. Here, here. So that's it, guys. That's our episode. That is it. We will um, we'll be looking for you on our TikTok. Right. And please send us your stories. My so-called whatever at gmail.com. Yes. All the stories, boy band stories, girl band stories, 80s and 90s stories, Tupperware stories. Hey, did you have a Mary Kay party? <laughs> when you were in middle school? Tell us, send us tell that us, story. Tell us about it. Yeah. My so-called whatever at gmail.com. Go to our TikTok, my so-called yep. whatever. Yep. Go to and our we website will... for all the pics. Yes. And we will see you or hear you or you'll good, hear us next good day. time. I'll be loving you forever. We'll, we'll be loving you forever. We will. Because me too. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.